Hello and welcome back to the program, We Are Selling. In the last few months, we've had some great marketing tips from Mr. Chris Melotti from Melotti Media. By popular request, he's back again today. Chris, welcome back. Hi, Lee. Great to be here. Straight through our site came the question, can you ask Chris, is print still valid in the area of marketing and selling? Chris, what's your thoughts? Oh, look, that's a great question. And look, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm a very digitally focused marketer, but there is definitely still room for print so long as it's smart. And the reason why is because we're living in a very saturated digital world where emails can get lost. Everything can fly out, you know, fly into our spam inboxes and, you know, we get sent things hundreds of times a day. So there is definitely a space for print still in real estate, so long as you're smart. And that comes down to, again, as I always say, I know this is, you know, I've done many of these now, and I keep saying customer centricity is where along your your client journey through the proposal to conversion, where will they get the most value having something tangible in their hands? It could be something as simple as a card, but thinking more advanced, usually like that A5 brochure, and having the two sides there and really written specifically uh, to the person you're going to be giving it to is key. So the answer is yes, so long as you're smart about it. And Chris, if we look at some of the great collaborations in marketing, I can have this beautiful, well-written DL now with the QR code that goes straight to the site you can make an offer on. So suddenly print is digital if it's a pathway to digital. Actually, that's a great point. Uh, I've done this a lot for, for many clients is, yes, giving people that opportunity to learn more with the, the QR code, especially because after the last couple of years now that everyone's used to scanning their phones, it's become back in fashion. I remember the QR code was around 2020, sorry, 2012, and then it went out of fashion, and now it's right back in fashion. And especially if you have, you know, um, this property was sold, and You've got little cards in the, in the little pouch on the, um, you know, sold board and it says QR for the latest details on this home and things like that. It really helps engage people, especially if you've got a mobile friendly page waiting for them on the, on the other end. So definitely I, I agree, Lee is using print in a smart way to create a portal towards digital conversion points is another really smart way to do things. And I look at that myself from a consumer point of view and out of real estate for a moment, but two of my favourite documents yes. that are printed marketing documents, one is the Bunnings Magazine. Yep. And the <laughs> Bunnings Magazine, I always hop online and watch the video clip or there's a new product out, and I, but yes. I didn't go to their site looking for a video, but I was reading the magazine while in the queue or I'm waiting in the car for a coffee or something, and I go, I've never heard of that, and I'll go and check yes. it out and think, example, the, the paint that you can put on kitchen cupboards and bench tops now is a game changer in the world from Dulux. As real estate professionals, we need to know how that works because it's a game changer, you know, for yep. property, certain properties going on the market. There's great products out there that can actually do that. I'm never on their site until I've been to the magazine, and then I go on there. And my second one is the Aldi printed magazine, which is not an expensive, glossy document by any means. No. But every time you're checking out of Aldi, they go, do you want next week's magazine? Because they have next week's release. It's not just stuff on the shelf every time. When the smoke machines are coming out, I want to know about it. (laughs) And and that. (laughs) You're a smoke machine aficionado, are you? (laughs) And that's where print is very powerful. 
Think of it as a complement to all of your marketing that you do. For instance, if you're going to visit someone's house to do a, uh, you know, one of those discussions where you, where you talk about what you're offering someone, this is before you send them the electri- electronic proposal document. Leaving a leave behind is incredibly powerful. Like uh, literally just an A4 double-sided why you should choose us is just something that they can keep on hand. If you think about it, if you are an agent that goes to a home and then leaves no trace other than an email that they get the next day, you're giving people the opportunity to forget you. Whereas if you give them something of a, of a piece of paper or something like a card that you can leave there, they will put that on their kitchen table and they will think about you a lot. And your brand is completely top of mind compared to all the agents that have walked out and given them nothing literally tangible. So, and it, but again, I want to bring it back to, it comes back to what the, the audience that you're writing to and that what you want to convey in a really snappy way. For instance, Lee, I did this at your conference where I presented at recently. I wrote a, an A5 double-sided leave behind. Even though I was presenting on stage and people were seeing me, I didn't want to be forgotten the minute I walked off the stage. So I wrote an A4, like, sorry, an A5 double-sided, and it was specifically written for real estate agencies. It wasn't just a random flyer that I had on hand that was generic. It said, do you want to be a key opinion leader in your industry? You know, at Multimedia, we are copywriters, we help you. And that got me a lot of contacts because people, I left the stage, people had it right in front of them when I was presenting. It had my face on it. It was really memorable and it was simple and easy and written exactly for them. So that's what you, your print has to do. Couldn't agree more. And one of the best listing streams we generated in the last two years was when we introduced the buyer booklet on the property. And it's a 10-page about the owners, words that describe the home, the invisible value, the surrounding sales. And everyone, would, when I brought that out, was like, why would you bother doing all that? The house is going to sell anyway. You go, you've missed it. This has three functions. As a printed document, one, the owner selling the home knows every single feature was documented, like a, an mm-hmm. information memorandum, and they can be at peace that the purchaser found out about it. For the purchaser, they won't let go of it, and then they go and have coffee, and they're showing all their friends, and they just hold this thing for a week. They will it's not like let it go. Yeah. Yep. And then the last one is it's a listing stream where the next potential seller says, when I sell my home, I want to look like that, versus it's on the net, it's here, it's digital. That blend, I think, is important, and the the printed document is a showcase piece of the property. Yes, exactly, and that's what it is. There's something, I don't know, there's something that that complements well with that tangibility, isn't it? Like, is it like like that like that exact case study where even though digital is the prominent place that we play all today because it's so in our hands and on you know everywhere around us today, but when you have a really memorable piece of print that is there for the right reasons and isn't just a throwaway piece, that's when it can definitely complement yourself exactly in that instance that you just explained, Lee. And that's it, it definitely works, but it comes down to what is it that you want to convey, who's the customer that we're talking to, and why would they read this piece? And that's what it comes – like getting that right will help you in your marketing. And this is where we can activate people back to our website because of print. So if mm. I did a what's happening in the real estate space for 2250 and, and yep. people, I'm giving that to people as a direct mail piece because I know they're 
one of my doors, one of my potential cells for the future. They flick through it. And there's the QR code of should you move or should you renovate? They QR code it and they think, because that's our question at the moment. They land on your blog on your site and they book an appraisal. Because at the bottom of that, every one of those advice pieces should be the book an appraisal moment where it's coming to you as a web business. And I might just tack this question in if I could, Chris. Yeah. What's your advice to the agents on blog writing or if they come to someone like you and say, look, I want to write an article on, what goes through your mind to get a nice punchy compressed piece that can live on the site forever? Look, I do this for a lot of agencies around Australia is the blog. Now, uh, for people who think that it's old fashioned or not, it doesn't have a place. It's that's definitely not true. You will find that blogs attract a lot of online attention. And they, luckily, you were just saying where it's like a QR code. All of that, the reason why um, agencies should be blogging is because it sets you up as a key opinion leader and you're leading the conversation in your industry. And and it doesn't need to be rocket science. It can be simple things like, you know, as an agent, I got asked this question today, right? And if you put that up on your website, then share it on your LinkedIn and you share it across your newsletter and you share it, um, you know, in the mail and things like that with the QR codes, what ends up happening is people go, oh, you should see Lee. Lee knows everything in our area. Lee's the man to talk to. And that's what it, the difference it makes. It's not only that online presence, it shows that you're sharing your knowledge. And a lot of um, agencies also think that it's a hard thing. It's so easy. Like, literally, you should see some of the briefs I get, Lee. I will get a call from an agency and they'll say, Chris, interest rates going up and we've had flooding in our area. Here's an article that was in Queensland. Can you, um, the same insights apply here. Can you replicate this kind of blog, but for our territory? You know, and then others will say, hey, I've got an FAQ recently. This was my answer. Can you put this, make this into a blog that I can send to my entire database? Those kind of things. That's how easy it is. It just, it comes down to finding the right writer that can replicate your tone that saves you the time. And you've got all this content there that makes you the agent of choice. And just for our listener, there's so many uses for a blog. So yes. for myself, Chris, I get three uses out of everything. Example, Good. this audio is for our audio listener but it'll be transcribed and then go yep. on to Facebook or LinkedIn, and then it'll live on the website as an article of interest. I still get phone calls Love today it. over an article I wrote 10 years ago where someone said, oh, I read this article, and you're like, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, but yeah, for them, I I <laughs> they found it today. They, they were Googling the words business etiquette, and I'd written yes. an article on that, and they said, I really liked what you said on that, and I want you to do some work for us. But I just look at that and think that is amazing as a business stream. Oh, 100%. And that's the thing, what they call evergreen content. Evergreen content is things that stay present and relevant uh, to this day. For example, our 10 tips on how to prepare your home for sale. You know, uh, simple things that can add to a lot of benefit. You know, it might be, should I be cleaning my gutters or should I be repainting before I sell? All of those things, uh, and they shouldn't just be Wikipedia-sounding pages. They should be from an agent who is actually talking because then what happens is you get a genuine voice and a fresh perspective on something that's locally applicable. And that will get you so many leads. And like you said, Lee, I'm, I agree. I write blogs and I, I call that the marketing rule of three. I write a blog and turn it into a podcast, then turn it into a video, then put it on my newsletter and so forth. The more that you leverage each piece of content, because if you're making it, you've got so many opportunities to use it. 
And then what you can even do is reshare it six months after because people have forgotten it and you can reshare it and you get another uh, boost out of it. So relevant content like that is so powerful um, and so applicable and it can be used as conversation starters for your agents as well. Like I, sorry, I don't mean to harp on, but like Lee, I, I, when I was a marketing manager of a real estate agency, um, what we found was a lot of the agents were told just door knock, cold, cold door knock. And what I said was, Hey, if I write a blog about what's happening in this local suburb and why you should be selling. And then I gave that to the agents. What they did was they started giving that out. And so instead of calling and saying, do you want to sell? No. And then just hanging up, they would say, Hey, I've got this article about this local suburb insight. Do you want it? And suddenly the conversation wasn't a sale pitch. It was a warm introduction. And that's what a blog is good for. Chris Melotti, amazing as always. Thank you for joining us on the program and we look forward to having you on again in the future. You're welcome, Lee. Always a pleasure. Thanks, everyone. 